Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's January 25th. How you guys doing? I'm, uh, I'm having a good day. Are you guys having a good day? Obviously, it's me. Do you know who I am? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, what's up, guys? Episode 246 today, January 25th. January 25th. We are almost a full month into 2023. Oh, my God. Ah, screaming into the void. Um... What's up with you guys, though, huh? Anything fun? I was going to watch, you know, Everything Everywhere All at Once today. Um, but then I found out that it's not included on Paramount Plus like Google told me. Uh, you have to have the Showtime attachment. Attachment? Edition? I don't know. Whatever you want to call that bundle, if you will. So I was a little disappointed today. But no matter, it was still a fun day. I played a lot of High on Life. Finally started that game the other day. It it's okay. Um, but you know, other things are going on with with the that the future of that game for sure, and and we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but uh, you know, I uh, enjoy you know you guys liking, sharing, subscribing. Posting, uh, commenting, starring, subscribing. I already said subscribing. I don't know. All those things. You do it. It's fun. Check out the Instagram. You know. The gram. But, um, no, no. I digress. I digress. It's all fun and games, right? It's all fun and games until the, the fun starts. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> clearly I, I've prepared for you all today clearly no um let's not waste any time let's get into the show shall we all right so what's new in video games huh well uh we've learned that activision uh well i should say you know infinity ward have delayed the release of season two for warzone to march i think it was supposed to be out already uh, they just have some more work to do on it, so don't expect Season 2 just yet in Warzone 2. Uh, with Season 2, though, they also announced that Hardcore Mode would be returning to multiplayer in Modern Warfare 2. Um, hard, uh, hardcore was not available at launch. Um, Ubisoft has announced that one of the three games they canceled, uh, which they announced last week, uh, was Project Q, their, like, battle arena game that nobody knew really anything about. So, I guess it's okay that it was canceled. I don't know if battle arenas... Like, I, at this point, can you really compete with, like... I, I um, Can you really p compete with Dota and, and League of Legends? Like, uh, I, I would find it very hard to... to break into that space at this point. Um, so maybe they saw the writing on the wall. I'm not sure. Uh, speaking of League, uh, Riot Games has laid off 46 people. 
I know that seems small in comparison to some of the other major layoffs in the tech and gaming industry, but um, it's big for them. Um, that's a lot of people for a small... I guess they're not a small studio, but I'm sure it's a larger percentage. Um, Sony has confirmed that PSVR 2, which launches this week, right? If I remember correctly... Um, it will get 30-plus games uh, in its launch window. Um, oh, sorry, PSVR 2 launches on February 22nd. Why did I... Oh, pre-orders go live this month. That's what it was. Um, so, the full get list of games you guys can get between February and March on the PSVR 2, the launch window, as they call it, um, include After the Fall... Alter Breaker, Before Your Eyes, Cities VR, uh, Cosmonious High, Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, The Dark Pictures Switchback, Demio, Discronia, Kronos Alternate, Fantavision 2020X, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Job Simulator, Jurassic World Aftermath, Kayak VR Mirage, Kizuna AI Touch the Beat, The Last Clockwinder, The Light Brigade, uh, Moss 1 and 2 Remaster, uh, NFL Pro Era, No Man's Sky, Pavlov VR, Pistol Whip, Puzzling Places, Resident Evil Village, Res Infinite, Song in the Smoke, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, Synth Riders, The Tale of Onogoro, Tentacular, Tetris Effect Connected, Thumper, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution, Vacation Simulator, What the Bat, and Zenith, The Last City. Um, some other things, I guess. Um, Horizon Call of the Mountain is... Oh, I said that. I don't know why I didn't realize I said that. Anyway... Those are the 30 games that should launch within that first month of PSVR 2 being available. So if that's something you are going to invest in, you, you do have a, a plethora of games to choose from on your new VR headset. Uh, Nintendo has announced that it has ramped up production of Nintendo Switches in the lead-up to the release of uh, Breath of the Mountain Breath of the Mountain, Breath of the Wild 2, also known as Tears of the Kingdom, Tears of the Sun, Tear one of those names is the name of the new Legend of Zelda game that I clearly have failed to pay any attention to before its release this year, because um, you know I'm paying attention, Tears of the, I'm just going to call it Breath of the Wild 2, why don't we just do that? So we don't have any issues uh, moving forward, right? I, I think that will be I think that will be the, the best the best bet. Um, Tears of the Kingdom, that's what it is, as I look at my notes. Tears of the Kingdom, because Tears of the Sun is a war movie. Uh, <laughs> um, this is fun and very expected. I'm glad to hear it and I have friends that, sadly, were still playing this game, but uh, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics have announced essentially a death date 
for Marvel's Avengers. It's time to take that game out back and shoot it. Put it out of its misery. So it's just a little over two years that uh, all updates will cease on the game uh, and all future support will cease on September 30th. So the final uh, update is coming. 2.7 um, will be the final content release. And then 2.8 will be the final balance, which will be released at the end of March. Uh, those are the updates. So it looks like the last hero to be added and any stories will be the Winter Soldier. So the game's essentially dead, right? Um, God, I still don't know why I paid full price for that game. Anywho, some data miners have revealed, they were looking into the game, that unfortunately, both She-Hulk and Captain Marvel were potentially going to be added to the game, but have now been cut um, with the game essentially, you know, um, cut out completely. Uh, the characters were fully written. But they would only have been as text-to-speech voices, though. It doesn't look like they were actually going to be playable. Um, wow, some people recorded some lines, potentially. But that is very interesting indeed. But, again, they will not be in the game. No future story content, no nothing. After March, uh, the game's dead. The game is essentially dead. So, doo -doo 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 -doo. next, what's uh, what's next on the docket, shall we? The uh, CEO of, of, of Obsidian, uh, the famed studio behind Knights of the Old Republic 2, Fallout New Vegas, um, The Outer Worlds, right? Whatever, I, I, anyway. Um, of course, they're owned by Microsoft. The CEO has stated that he would love to make another Fallout game before he retires. Does that mean he's going to get the chance to make Fallout New Vegas 2? I, 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 I don't know. I do not know. Probably not. We'll see. I, I, will that happen? A lot of people hope. Uh, Last of Us co-creator is frustrated that he hasn't gotten a credit on the show. So, uh, Bruce Straley... Uh, was one of the co-creators of The Last of Us at, at Naughty Dog. And he's essentially advocating for video game unions. He was talking with the LA Times. And um, he's not credited on the show because he says, quote, it's an argument for unionization that someone who is part of the co-creation of that world and those characters isn't getting a credit or nickel for the work they put into it. Maybe we need unions in the video game industry to be able to protect creators, unquote. Um, I'm surprised he didn't. I know Neil Druckmann gets most of the credit. Uh, it's interesting because it's kind of like the, the, the long-standing issues that happened with like Batman and Superman with DC and giving credit to their creators. Um, Batman famously, famously uh, ignored Bill Finger. A lot of Batman projects would ignore Bill Finger. Uh, Batman was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger and, and would always only reference Bob Kane. Um, would unionization protect that? I don't know. I'm sure it has to be written into the, the bylaws of the union or things like that. But um, the dude should still get credit, if you ask me. 
Uh, CD Projekt Red has announced that Phantom Liberty is one of their most expensive DLCs they've ever made. Um, and one of the biggest, I think they said, in terms of cost-wise, size-wise, things like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to hear that they're, they're putting a lot of money into it. I mean, they have a lot from all the sales of The Witcher, so makes sense. Um... WWE 2K23 comes out in March, and John Cena will be the cover athlete. I wonder if it can make up for the last two years of the terrible, terrible WWE 2K games that have been coming out. Um, the developers behind Lord of the Rings Gollum have announced that the game will not be out before April. So don't, don't expect that game in the first half of the year, it sounds like. If, if you are waiting for it. Um, last week, we talked about the massive layoffs at Microsoft, and it turns out the most of the rumors were true. Uh, 343 was essentially gutted. Uh, they were hit the hardest among all of the Xbox studios. Um, and there were rumors floating around that they weren't essentially going to be developing Halo on their own anymore, that... Um, they would essentially become a like publisher of sorts, a manager of the IP, right? Um, a lot of rumors been flying around. I've been seeing a lot of stuff being posted, and I talked about this with a friend. I think, uh, and more, a lot of people agree with this, even Ryan McCaffrey of IGN. It's like, if this is true, um, let certain affinity take over multiplayer, um, which they already help 343 with multiplayer a lot. They're headed up by uh, Max Hoberman, who used to work at Bungie and work on Halo, so it makes sense. Um, if if this were true, I would I would, you know, push for like ID or Machine Games to take over the campaign. I'm sure a lot of other people would support that as well. Um, but three four three put out a statement from studio head. Um, What's his name? Um, Pierre Hintz, Hintza says that uh, Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. Uh, unquote. Quote, unquote. That's a, a statement they released on all social media platforms. If it's true, I, I hope so. There's rumors saying that campaign DLC has essentially been canceled because of this. Um, I, I, you know, they said Infinite was going to be the platform for ten years. I, I don't know if that was a smart decision. I, I really would ha hate to have to wait five years for another Halo game. Um, I really hope they continue the story. They left it on a big cliffhanger, like Halo Two. If, if they can nail down development on the Slipstream engine with they, that they are on, or if they switch to Unreal 5, which has also been rumored, I, I really hope they get something out in terms of the, ne the, the next step in the story of Halo. Um, you know, some people float the idea that if it does, if, if 343 is essentially just the manager of the IP now, and they do give it to a different developer to take campaign to do a reboot, I, I don't know about that. Um, it, it's, it's hard when you have a 20 year story and you, you decided to re you decide to reboot like that. I, I don't know if that is the best course of action. A at least that's for me personally. That's my thought. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. 
I'm not, we don't know what the full truth is yet, and I don't know if we ever will, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, that statement, uh, a lot of people agree, it, it's giving off a very strong of, you know, in, in A New Hope, when they break into the detainment center to get Leia, and uh, Han on the radio, like, e- everything's fine, everything's fine down here, how, how are you? You know, it's, it, it's very, like, very Wizard of Oz, ignore the man behind the curtain type deal, but we'll see what happens eventually. Um, the developers behind Hogwarts Legacy, uh, I don't know if this was Portkey Games or... I think, uh, what are they, what are they called? Um, I can't remember the name of that studio. I think it's, uh, Avalanche. That's what it is. They have issued a statement essentially distancing themselves from JK Rowling without naming her directly. And obviously there's a lot of things going on in the Harry Potter fandom right now. Right. And this is how the game director uh, has said, says, quote, I think for us there are challenges in every game we've worked on. This game has been no different. When we bumped into those challenges, we went back and refocused on the stuff that we really care about. We know our fans fell in love with the Wizarding World, and we believe they fell in love with it for the right reasons. We know that there's a diverse audience. For us, it's making sure that the audience, who always dreamed of having this game, had the opportunity to feel welcomed back, that they have a home here, and that is a good, it's a good place to tell their story quote-unquote. Obviously, they're trying to... Um, they don't name JK outright, but obviously that's a, a statement thrown at her. Uh, she's become a bit of a divisive person lately in, in regards to comments made about transgender people and things like that. And it, it's, it's strange coming from her because she... At, it, in the books, they, they always, you know she always made a point of like looking out for the disenfranchised, right? And, and people that were different yet when actual people that are different and she seems to be like anti them, it's very, it's very interesting, right? It's very hypocritical at the same time. Um, another controversy hit that you won't be punished per se, if you use an unforgivable curse, I, I don't care. I really don't care. That's not a huge deal to me. It's not, immersion breaking as as people would probably like to claim and and say um anywho uh xbox and bethesda had a developer direct today uh there was no news about starfall that that is getting its own event in the coming weeks um but five five games were uh, talked about today it was originally announced as four uh, one ended up getting leaking early and somewhat, but uh, Redfall showed off more gameplay, and we now have a release date of May 2nd. That's uh, Bethesda's, or Arcane's next game, right? No, is it Arcane? They're the One of Bethesda's studios. I can't remember who it is. We got more news about Minecraft Legends, the new uh, PvP game from Mojang, and that will release on April 18th on PC, April 20th on consoles. Uh, we got a whole lot of news about the new Forza Motorsport, which unfortunately did not give us a release day, but a release window of 2023. A lot of people are hoping for spring. That might be a summer or fall game, to be honest. Um, 
Everything's been built from the ground up. It's essentially a reboot of Forza. New tracks, new sounds, new car models. It looks gorgeous. I cannot wait to get my hands on it. And then the team behind, uh, so Zenimax Online Studios, the team behind Elder Scrolls Online, announced the upcoming new expansion, uh, which will take place in Morrowind, so more Morrowind growth. And for a short time, all previous uh, expansions, content, anything that was paid will be available for free for a limited time if you jump into Elder Scrolls Online right now. And then the la the biggest news of the day came from Tango Gameworks, the makers of The Evil Within and Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, announced a new game. It is called Hi-Fi Rush. It is a action adventure. It's a rhythm action game, action rhythm game. I don't know how you would describe that. Um, it's an anime style. You fight with the, like, there's a beat, and you fight to the rhythm, and it's really cool, and it's actually out today. They announced it today. It released today. It is on Game Pass now. You can go play it if you have Game Pass. You can go buy it if you don't. It looks amazing. I cannot wait to, I am definitely going to jump into this game this weekend. Um, I usually don't play, like, I've never played a rhythm action game. I don't want to say I usually don't. There's not many of them, but I've never played one before. Um, a lot of people that I've seen online that have started playing it, liken it to Metal Hellsinger and, um, oh God, what was that other rhythm action game? I don't, I don't remember the name, but they're comparing it to that. A lot of people are enjoying it so far. Uh, I'm sure major reviews will hit by the end of the week since it literally was surprise announced and released on the same day. Um, that was it for the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Uh, I think Forza's having more stuff tomorrow. Like I said, Starfield will have a larger event to its own uh, in the coming weeks. And then uh, Xbox also announced a in-person live LA showcase for the summer. They didn't explicitly name E3, um, but more than likely it will be their E3 showcase later in the year. Um, the final bit of gaming news I want to talk about is called, uh, about a game called The Day Before. So, um, the, the Day Before is a game that a lot of people consider to be vaporware. It's supposed to be an MMO. It's actually one of Steam's most wish list games. I was shown off about two years ago, um, by its developer. And a lot of the gameplay videos people think are very... They don't think they're actual gameplay. They, they think it's it's all like cutscene pre-rendered stuff. Um, like I said, it's there's a lot of hype around it. But it was supposed to be released last year. Uh, it was then delayed after switching to Unreal Engine 5. Uh, then it was delayed again till March 2023. Um, based on a statement that the developers gave. But now uh, it's been delayed to November of this year. Um... Because and the the Steam page has been blocked, so the developer put out a tweet today, uh, yesterday. Um, it's called "Fantastic." <laughs> I'm gonna read you this statement. It's the strangest thing I've ever read. It says, "Quote, dear fans, right before the release, Steam blocked our game page at the request of a private individual because of the name the day before. As you know, our game was announced in January 2021." 
At the time of the announcement, the day before game trademark was available. After the announcement of the game, the above-mentioned individual filed out an application before us to register the game trademark the day before in the United States. Uh, They give a link. What's next? Previously, we were not aware of the existence of claims. We found out about this only on January 19th, 2023, when we received a complaint from him and a request to contact him. Now we find out all the circumstances of the incident, and we will definitely solve everything. We previously planned to post a lengthy gameplay video later this month, but we'll have to sort this issue out first. We will post a video ASAP. As a result, we have made the difficult decision to postpone the launch to November 10th, 2023. We understand this may disappoint many of our fans. However, we went to ensure we release the best possible game. Our 100% focus remains on the game itself and how to deliver your best game possible. Thank you and we hope for your support. Sincerely, Mytona and Fantastic. Unquote. So, here's my question. If your game was supposed to come out in March, you don't delay it another, you know, six months over a, a name change. Also, why don't you own the rights to that name before you announce it in a country that requires things like that? Please, please tell me how that's even possible. I I don't understand. Um, That doesn't make sense at all. The whole company looks like vaporware, to be honest. Um, Like... This game's not real. I'm sorry. It's not real. It can't be real at all. Like, even its Discord page, even its Discord channel mods are like, this is not a real game. This is not a real thing. I, I, I don't understand how, like, I, this is, it's getting hilarious to me at this point. It's so funny to think that you know, oh, it's, 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 it's funny. I'm just laughing. It's really funny. Um, it's really funny in, in what, what's happening. So anyway, that's it for gaming, uh, this week. Let's head on over to TV land or no, the land of TV. So what's going on in, in the TV world you ask? Well, let's get down to the brass tacks. I, thought, I bet you guys thought I was going to say, let's get down to business. Anyway, um, Reed Hastings is stepping down as co-CEO of Netflix. Uh, he is the founder, of course, of Netflix, and he's been the co-CEO for 20 years. He's stepping down to essentially retire. I think Ted Serranados will take over as sole CEO now at this point. Uh, Netflix has also announced that they expect to uh, start working on, or sorry, expect the account sharing crackdown to start by the end of March. Um, and th- Netflix has said they expect to lose users over it. Well, no doy. Jesus. Um, they want to convert what they call quote unquote borrowers, but. Uh, <laughs> What, what happens if it's like a family sharing it and they are a family and live in separate households? That's my question. I get like friends sharing they want to go after, but what about families sharing? That's a bigger 
bigger thing, if you ask me. Um, Amazon released a trailer for Invincible Season 2, which they said should drop sometime this year. The trailer's really cool, actually. It kind of goes into, like, the process of animating a TV show. I really liked it. It was fun. Um, but yes, Invincible Season 2 drops this year. Think, Mark. Think. Uh, it's been announced that Cobra Kai will end with Season 6. The upcoming Season 6 will be its final season. Uh, Ted Lasso Season 3 is expected, is, has announced its release window of spring of 2023, so spring of this year. Attack on Titans Final Season Part 3 will air in March. So what is that technically like? How can you call a final season and then break it into three parts spread out over several years? Like at that point... Like, you've had several final seasons. Uh, Star Wars The Skeleton Crew is wrapped filming. That's the show starring Jude Law. And is expected to premiere on Disney Plus later this year, actually. I'm excited for that show. Um, the beginning of Ash's End on Pokemon Ultimate Journeys will start airing its English episodes on Netflix in February. Um, I think they're nearing, I think they already finished in Japan, and they've moved on to like that special 11 episode arc for Ash. Um, we won't get that for a while, but some of Ash's final episodes in English, in the English dub, drop next month on Netflix. Uh, Critical Role's second campaign will be getting an animated series at Amazon. Uh, right now, The Legend of Vox Machina, which is their first campaign, is in... It's second season, I think, and I think it's getting a third. Uh, it was announced today that Titans and Doom Patrol will both end with their fourth seasons on HBO Max. Uh, no word on a future. More than likely, that's part of the new DCU plan under James Gunn. Uh, but both shows have been written in a way that they can end without needing a cliffhanger or things like that. They will be able to end on, on good terms. Uh, it's also been announced that Aqua Teen Hunger Force will be getting a 12th season on Adult Swim sometime in the near future, uh, based on the success of their most recent film. Um, and then Netflix claims it has never canceled a successful show. I, I don't believe that entirely. They say that, uh, quote, never canceled a successful show, unquote. This is an interview with Bloomberg and... Uh, new Oh, so Ted Sarandos will still be a co-CEO. Greg Peters is the new second CEO, taking, filling the spot once filled by Reed Hastings. Um, they said, quote, We've never canceled a successful show. A lot of these shows were well-intended, but talked to a very small audience on a very big budget. The key to it is you have to be able to talk to a small audience on a small budget and a large audience on a large budget. If you do that well, you can do that forever, unquote. That makes sense. You don't want to um, you don't want to pay for a show that costs millions and millions of dollars if only like uh, several hundred thousand people are talk watching it, right? You need millions of viewers to justify its existence, especially when you don't have ads like like technically regular TV does. Um, but I get it. I don't necessarily believe that because I know they have canceled very popular shows before. Um, but maybe what they view as pop... I, I don't know. It's all happenstance. Um, before I get into some reviews of shows, I want to talk about the biggest news in TV right now. 
both Adult Swim and Hulu have ended their relationships with Justin Roiland after uh, last week's allegations came to light. Um, Rick and Morty will continue with the uh, sole creator job landing on Dan Harmon. Uh, Justin Roiland will no longer be involved. That also means that Rick and Morty and all the other various characters Justin Roiland has voiced will be recast. So Adult Swim put out an official statement, quote, Adult Swim has ended its association with Justin Roiland. Rick and Morty will continue. The talented and dedicated crew are hard at work on season seven, unquote. So, look, normally I am of the opinion of innocent until proven guilty, just like the American justice system. But when it comes to allegations like these, uh, I feel... I shouldn't say I think. I feel that maybe it it's more than likely true, right? It's been ongoing for several years, and I feel that there's probably a lot of evidence to support it. It's unfortunate. Um, I, I've heard that Justin Roiland is not the nicest person, um, just from... Granted, it's all anecdotal, so I, you, you got to take that all with a grain of salt, right? You can't, um, you, you can't always take that at, at face value. But again, these allegations are a little more extreme than, than most. And obviously, if it ever comes out that maybe he is innocent, then potentially he could return. I'm not entirely sure that's always feasible or possible. Um, at the same time, if he is guilty, then yes, 100%. Now, will Rick and Morty continue to be the same? I don't know. Because a lot of that is is infused with with Roiland's humor and and improvisational style. I mean, a lot of things are done on the fly with 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 his portrayal of Rick and of Morty. Now, there's plenty of people out there that that can do Rick and Morty the voices. Again, it it comes down to improvisational style, improvisational humor, things like that. Uh, there's actually a guy on TikTok I've been following a while that. Is quite famous for his Morty voice and lemon, lemon grab voice from reg, regular show, um, but like even Justin Roiland, I saw an interview where they played a clip of him and Roiland couldn't tell the difference between him and the the guy on TikTok whose name escapes me right now. But he does a very good Morty, and I, I think he's he's if they hire him, I think people would be very happy. Uh, again, though, it's it's am I disappointed? Yes. Will I still continue to watch Rick and Morty? Yes, I'm not going to quit over this because obviously Justin Roiland may potentially be just a garbage human being. We don't know entirely yet, but I am not going to quit a show if an actor or creator is a piece of human trash uh, because other people work on it and those people deserve to continue to be praised for the good work they do. Um Dan Harmon is still involved, and again, I will continue to watch because Dan Harmon is still there. And if they hire the right person, then it's going to be mostly okay. Uh, Hulu has also announced that they are parting ways with him. Solar Opposites will continue as well. Um, but, so, Hulu put out, we have, quote, we have ended our association with Justin Roiland, unquote. And... Which is interesting because he it's not just Solar Opposites. He is also uh, an executive producer and voice actor on their show Koala Man. So 
Let me see. This goes back to his charges we talked about last week. And they, uh, this is all via the Hollywood Reporter that the cast, the recastings will take place. Um, Dan Harmon will now serve as sole showrunner for, for Rick and Morty. But we'll see what will happen ultimately. Uh, we also learned that he, he, Justin Roiland, voluntarily stepped down from Squanch Games. Of course, the makers of High on Life, uh, which has sequel potential. But Squanch Games was pretty much started by him, and he voices like every main character in it. And it will be interesting to see what happens there as well. Um, that's it for the major, major TV news. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about some reviews. Uh, Bad Batch today was okay. Very Indiana Jones-esque. Uh, features a big, giant droid mecha thing that was really cool. That was fun, but overall just a weird episode to put so early in Season 2. Um, and then I watched that 90s show over the weekend. Yes, it's okay. Um, it definitely invokes this in the spirit of that 70s show. I never really got super into that 70s show. I've seen a lot of episodes. I have friends that like love it to death. It's their favorite show. Um, I enjoyed what of it that I watched. I always loved watching Red and Kitty, which luckily are the, the I would call like the second main stars of that 90s show. Uh, the cast they got to play the new teenagers though is, is, is amazing. Um, even the girl they got to play as Leia Foreman, the daughter of Eric and, and Donna, uh, is is damn near perfect. This show has a lot of potential. I can definitely see it getting at least, hopefully, another season or two. I know I was reading an interview with the creators, and they talked about doing, you know, uh, several seasons at least because it's about Leia coming to her grandparents for the summer. Obviously, you can only do it for as long as as um, the the... Deborah Jo Rupp and um, Kurtwood Smith can act, right, and can be around. It, it'd be hard if they got work to... They, they're older, right? It'd be unfortunate if we lost them or if they got sick, but obviously they're kind of a crux of the show. Now, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of boring in it and just too gimmicky and too... Um, tropey I would say and even like stereotypical it, it, it's but overall it's good I, I liked that they brought pretty much everyone back from the original show that they they could um, for at least one or two scenes and Fez is in it a lot more than I expected it to Topher's only really in it for like one episode surprisingly I don't really know what Topher Grace has going on so I'm kind of surprised there but Overall, it has potential. I wish it was a longer season. Ten episodes is, is strange for a half-hour comedy. But, like I said, it has potential. Hopefully it gets a season two. Uh, and that's it for TV today. So let's jump into Hollywood now. Time to go to Hollywood. So, we have learned uh, that after the situation that happened on the set of rust in 2021 the film starring alec baldwin alec baldwin will be charged along with the armorer uh for the accidental death of one of the directors or cinematographers if i remember correctly i i don't understand how you can charge alec baldwin with this i understand all the arguments right 
But at the end of the day, it is not his job. It is not his job to know if there's a real bull or not. That is the armorer's job. That is the set per design designer's job. The uh, Everyone else on set's job to make sure he's given a cold gun. If you are handed a cold gun as an actor, you've never been really taught how to handle guns before. You're like, hey, this is a cold gun. A, there should never be live ammunition on a film set to begin with, right? It should be blanks at the most. Um, we all know what happened to Brandon Lee, the son of Bruce Lee. And at the same time, this is a, another big argument to push to have fake guns, right? I mean, all the John Wick movies, all of those guns are fake. Keanu does not use real guns in his movies. Um, again, there's no reason that gun should have been loaded. There's no reason live ammunition should have been on that set. I, I get it maybe if they're shooting scenes where no one is going to be have a gun pointed at them. At, at the least. At the most, I should say. But it, in no conceivable way should Alec Baldwin be charged with manslaughter or any of that shit. Maybe some, maybe negligence. I can understand maybe criminal negligence, which I don't know if you go to jail for, but at the most, that's what he should be charged with. Should he? He should not be charged with manslaughter or anything of the sort. That is that is ridiculous. I don't care if you hate him or not. That is an outrageous charge to be levied at him. He had no idea what was going on. He's an actor. Like, you really think he wanted this person killed? It's his movie. He wants it made. The dude doesn't want people to die. Yeah, he says asshole things. Yeah, he's a dickhead. I don't think he's a murderer. This is ridiculous that he's being charged. It's going to get thrown out in court. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. I, I need to really see the evidence that the district attorney in New Mexico has that can really hold up enough to prove that Alec Baldwin is guilty of this. Most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, there's more guilty people floating around with less evidence. And and they're going to charge Alec Baldwin. Uh, Disney is apparently moving forward on a third Tron film called Tron Ares. Uh... I don't know if it's a direct sequel to Tron Legacy or a reboot of the franchise. Uh, they are trying to get Joachim Roning as the director. Uh, he's done uh, Pirates. He's done um, several other films for them. Now, my biggest issue, though, is that it's going to star... Um, it's going to star Jared Leto. And at this point, I think he's a franchise killer. Oh, so Joachim's also directed Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. That was the second um, movie, I think. Yeah, it's the second one. Uh, and then Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. And he worked on Marco Polo, that show. Um, but it's just I don't know why you would put Jared Leto in this movie. Please, God, no. I love Tron. Don't put him in this. Oh, God. Um, Jason Momoa has come out and said he had a really good meeting with James Gunn about D the DCU and his role in it. Posted a video on his Instagram saying, quote, Great news with Warner Brothers. Amazing. Wish I could tell you, but here it is. Peter, I love you. James, I love you. 
to the future, to the future, unquote. Um, does this mean he's still Aquaman? Does this mean he's going to become Lobo? I, 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 maybe both? I, I don't know. Some people are like, he can't be both. Like, yeah, he can be fucking be both. Who gives a shit at this point? Like, people know you could be two different characters in a movie or a show at this point. Like, really. One would be heavy makeup, one wouldn't. So, you know, chill out, people. Um, and, yeah, uh, he also gave insight into uh, the plot of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. He also said, quote, I'll always be Aquaman, unquote. Uh, speaking to Variety this time, he said, quote, The beautiful thing about Aquaman 2 is me and my partner wrote the first treatment for it, and it was about a 55-page treatment. And a lot of it has to deal with me talking to the UN about what's happening with the melting ice caps. There's no far-off galaxy coming to destroy us or aliens from another place. It's us ruining our planet. We need to get it together and save our home, unquote, which is great. I like that story. That's That's actually what an Aquaman movie should be about. Um, he also said, quote, I'll always be Aquaman. Ain't anyone coming in there and taking shit. There might be some other characters too. I can play other things too. I can be funny and savage and charming, unquote. Um, see, maybe he's both. Maybe he's both. Um, he also said something about filming with multiple Batmans. He doesn't know if they'll all make it in. Um, but... I'm excited for Aquaman 2. It sucks it got delayed till December of this year. Um, but, hey, it's better than nothing, is what I say. Uh, Speaking of James Gunn and Peter Safran, James Gunn says he isn't afraid to cast Marvel actors in the DCU. He said he would love to cast all of his Guardians cast if he could, which I'm fine with. Um... Steven Spielberg has announced that him and his Amblin television company uh, will produce a documentary about the legendary John Williams, who just turned 90 last year. Uh, Avatar crosses the $2 billion mark, one of six films to, to cross $2 billion uh, at the box office. And James Gunn is now the director of three films that have made over $2 billion, the only director to do so. Titanic, Avatar, and Avatar The Way of Water. It's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Zoe Saldana has starred in four films that have grossed over $2 billion between the two Avatars and I think the one of the Avengers or two of the Avengers movies, maybe one of the Guardians. I don't know. But Zoe Saldana is the only actor or actress to star in four movies that have made over $2 billion. Um... It's crazy. Did you guys know there's a Hot Wheels movie that's been in the works? And I uh, bet you didn't know it's been in the works for 20 years. Well, it's gotten new writers. Uh, yeah, the movie was announced 20 years ago. And it has writers officially attached. Oh, it never had writers. Uh, via deadline, Dalton Lieb and Nicholas Jacobson Larson have joined the project from Warner Brothers and... J.J. Abrams, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, it's, like I said, 20 years ago it was announced. So, stagnated so many times. Columbia almost made it. Legendary almost made it. Uh, in April last year, Warner Brothers announced that it, it acquired the rights along with Bad Robot. So, 
These guys have worked on Endurance, which they sold to Netflix. Um, they wrote Strongman. Uh, what? I've never heard of that. Oh, that was about David Prowse. I remember that movie. Okay. Um, and then they're working on a movie called The Fall, which is coming from Amblin. So, that's crazy that it's taken that long. Oh, Hot Wheels have only been around since the 80s? I thought they were on longer than that. Um, wow. But yeah, um, a movie that was announced 20 years ago is finally having some work done on it. I don't know. Um, Ben Affleck's movie about Air Jordans. So essentially Michael Jordan's work with Nike, uh, comes out this April, I think on Amazon. Uh, Kevin Feige doesn't think that people will sour on superhero movies. I think he accredited it to all the different genres that they have. I, I can see that it, it all depends on how, yes, I know the returns on Marvel movies have started to dwindle. Um, but we'll see how Ant-Man does. I know phase four was kind of an outlier, so we'll see what happens now with, with the multiverse saga kicking into high gear when Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania release next month. Um, Jeremy Renner, we've learned news about more information about his horrific snowmobile, snowmobile, snowplow accident, um, last month. It looks like he was trying to save his nephew. He broke over 50 bones. Um, he is working on a full, hopefully a full recovery as we speak. Uh, and then the biggest news of the week, the Oscar nominations were officially announced. So this is a quite a big list. So nominations for best picture are All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar the Way of Water, The Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. For the the Oscar for Best Director nominees are Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inisherin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, or the Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for the Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness. Actor in a leading role, you have Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun and Bill Nye for Living, actress in a leading role, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Actor in a supporting role, you have Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Inisherin, and Ki Huai Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Actress in a supporting role, Angela Bassett for Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Hong Shao for The Whale, Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, that is Angela Bassett, yes, for a Marvel film. The first person person to be nominated for acting in a Marvel role for an Oscar. Um, I'm not going to go into all of them, uh, but next up, animated feature film, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Um, but all of those are up. Uh, Marvel was also, uh, Black Panther Wakanda got Lift Me Up for original song, 
So expect a performance from Rihanna. Hold my hand from Top Gun Maverick as well. So uh, this is a great list. Uh, yes, there's been some things that weren't the greatest with there's no women directors for the first time in a few years. Um, and then Everything Everywhere All at Once leads with 11 nominations this year. But very interesting. Some people say that there were some Oscar snubs, including nothing for The Woman King. I asked a friend who watched it. He said, not entirely a snub. Tom Cruise was not nominated for Best Actor, which, again, if you put him up against those people, he wouldn't win. Some people are saying it's, it's the woke agenda. Like, no, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know how some people feel. Um, James Cameron for best director. Get out of here. Jesus, that movie is not like it's, it's beautifully nice, but it's not good story wise. James Cameron for best director. Come on people. Anyway, uh, that's it. For the week, the news this week. Thank you guys, as always, for listening week in, week out. I know I prattle on about nonsense for hours on end. Um, but hey, I know you guys like to listen. I um, Feel free to engage with me on any platform. As always, check out nixnernews.com, you know, where you guys can listen to the show in your browser. Or if you prefer, you can listen to us on the go. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on, you know, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, we're on all those fun things. Uh, There's not a place where you can't hear us, I don't think. Um, Again, I appreciate you guys week in, week out. Also, check out our social media. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Uh, Check out Nick's Nerd News on your social media platform of choice. And uh, with that, I will catch you guys on the flip side.